Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Last time, our heroes just barely escaped Plavorton Prison with their former employer, Arthur. However, the true cost of the escape came in the form of the death of the Angel of Diligence, killed by the hand of Siegfried. Now our heroes must make a difficult choice of what to do and who to trust. Now, let's get back to the action. Josh is just going to run into the room with Catherine and um, like uh, describe this, this, this fly room to me. Like, I assume you, I assume that you fly this, like I'm imagining just a primitive plane. Like there's like a cockpit kind of a section and you just kind of, no, it's, it's, it's got a lot of strange sort of mechanical levers and such like that. But you know, the main way of steering is actually kind of like a pirate ship sort of steering wheel for the most part. Oh, Okay, all right. Is Catherine sitting at the um like the pilot's chair? Yeah, it's a standing position, but yeah. Oh, it's a standing position. Okay. Well, that's just sounds exhausting. Um Okay. Uh Chosh is going uh Chosh is going to like kind of very rudely uh shove Catherine out of the way and try and take and try and follow um Siegfried's airship as best as he can. Uh, so, little strength check. Okay. Did, did Siegfried take off? Yeah, they boarded his ship. Oh. Fuck! Critical failure. I rolled a natural one. Uh, Josh, you, you go to grab. You go to grab the steering wheel, and Catherine says, "What? Sorry, what the hell are you doing?" Um, Josh she pushes you away. He doesn't Oof. crash the airship. What's well, a critical failure? What do you What do you want? I I think, I, I, I think killing everybody yeah. <laughs> is a drastic move. I, I, I think the failure is that he like cannot control. Like he does, yeah. he does yeah. not. Of course, he doesn't know anything. Um, Josh is going to um, sort of out of breath um, say, "Catherine, you don't understand. Diligence was just murdered by Siegfried. We have to follow him now." You think we're gonna fare any better, Josh? Uh, <laughs> yes, we have to go now. Josh, the, I am not, we just got Arthur back. I'm not going to throw us back into chaos immediately. We're getting to safety. Uh, We're getting away from here. I am going to roll to persuade Catherine uh, otherwise. So let me make my roll and then make an appropriately convincing statement. Sure. Hey, 19. I'm very persuasive. Okay. Sure. Um... <laughs> All right, let me think of what's persuasive. Catherine, if we don't stop them now, if we let them just continue this rampage, saving Arthur is going to be for nothing. We're all going to go down if they can take out the entire faith before we can figure out what's going on. We need to follow them now. We need to find out where they're going, and we need to find out what they're doing. Uh, Chush, I, I mean, I, I, can, I can turn it around, but you got to bring it up with the others. I can't just turn this thing on a dime. It's a, it's a giant zeppelin. It, it moves really slow. Start turning it. I'll go get the others. And then Chosh will run to get the others. I think Lola notices that Chosh is left and emerged from the control room. And I think her eyes fall 
very forlorn on her dear friend. Oh, Josh. I, I'm so sorry. We had no idea. We, we, there was n- There was no time. There was nothing we could do. There's still something we can do. We can follow him. Come with me. Let's tell Ka- Catherine doesn't want to follow him unless we all say so. But we have to follow them right now. Excuse me. Arthur re-enters the room. Wait, he He's, wasn't with us? No, he was getting redressed. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Make sense. I didn't get to explain, but it didn't really Is he matter. still small? Ar- yes. <laughs> Arthur. Is his voice a little bit higher? Arthur. Arthur is still small. He's kind of wearing his overly grown clothes. He, he says, uh, you know, he's kind of just, just put this on to not be in rags. And he says to you, I believe this is my airship. And the last thing that we need to do is to get us back into trouble. You just went through all that work to get me out of here. And the first thing you want to do is put us back in danger. Frankly, Arthur, you haven't been around. You have no idea what's going on. The fact that another angel is gone is immaterial to us at this moment. Besides, we don't need that angel. We have our own. And he gestures back into the room where you see Mercy re-enter the room with him. Josh will turn to, to Mercy now for help and say, Mercy, they killed Diligence. We can't just let them go. Josh, there's nothing we can do. He's gone. He's gone, but we can... We, how could we just let them... Uh, and Josh will get sort of frustrated um, and peter out. They're right, Josh. We can't go down there with no plan. We don't have the resources. We can't get into this fight right now. No, we were so terribly weakened the last time we fought them. I mean, can you imagine now? I... Josh, we went to the prison to rescue Arthur. And we've got him, and we're still alive. I think we should count this as a victory. I know... I know how much you cared for diligence he was your guide in this world but i'm afraid he's gone and the only thing we can do is protect what we have i couldn't agree more what we should do is find someplace safe somewhere they won't find us i recommend eden five It's the last operational bastion of humanity, and likely the only place outside the Angel's reach at this point. Do you think it will be habitable for us? Do you think there will be any... I don't know, um, people who might threaten us there? I believe you are as well aware as I am that Eden 5 is still operational. Yes, So we should expect to find those remnants who are still there. Perhaps, and he looks at you, Josh, the last humans, alive. Uh, Josh will uh, uh, sort of let that resonate for a moment um, and say, what sort of refuge would an unholy place like that bring to us? Someplace the angels would never go, or are too afraid to go. Well, Arthur, I 
don't believe we're in any shape for a fight. I... But I'm, I'm not quite sure where else we can go. How can we equip ourselves to... How can we defend ourselves once we arrive? I don't think we need do anything for that. I think we should merely worry about reaching it for the time being. Besides, we have our own angel, and he's resurrected unlike diligence. We can discover the truth of his origins. We don't need to follow Siegfried. We have all our answers here. And Mercy would be safe in a place like that? How can we guarantee the safety of the most important being on this airship right now? That's what should be paramount. I'm not going to endanger my most important resource at this time. Do not be concerned of that, Chash. I've sacrificed more than any of you could know to get to this point. I also also want to point out that I think it's really funny that like i'm just picturing him tiny saying i i, I know i am too <laughs> his legs are, aren't even dangling over the chair this little <laughs> baby boy i've suffered enough i've suffered three long years in that hell hole interrogated by them to them trying to find the truth of the matter and i will not let my sacrifice be in vain now of course arthur but i suggest we approach this cautiously can I get anyone a cup of tea? I think we're all on, a bit on edge, so... Arthur, there's, there must be some, some tea in the kitchen nook, right? I, I'm just going to... And I, Lola gets up and kind of scurries away um, to get, grab a tray. We don't need tea. We need to make a decision here. We gotta decide where we're going. Otherwise, we're just flying off nowhere. After a few moments pass... Chosh will sort of realize that he's not going to get what he wants here and that they're not going to pursue the Heenan and that in this moment there isn't much he can do. And he transitions from this sort of manic uh, state, this excited state of, of, of needing to take action to uh, an almost resounded defeat or resigned to defeat, where uh, I, he almost like gets a little droopy. Uh, his posture is low down, um, and he—it's settling in. Not only that he failed at the one thing that is supposed to be his job, but that he there's nothing he can do about it right now, and that's mixed with the fact that now. defending mercy is the one thing that he can do and working through that those complex emotions in a in a more relaxed state i suppose than before lola just looks over at the angel i mean what is his expression he seems a bit uh impassive albeit like sort of uh like distant almost like reserved to himself you know like stare like a thousand yard sort of stare like he's not hearing what's really happening right now Mm. josh is going to point to mercy and say mercy isn't your resource i don't care if you've spent 15 years 15 lifetimes in prison mercy is more important than any of us and i can't emphasize that enough well i couldn't agree with you more so let's do what we So let's end the contract we originally made. And I finally get to ask the questions I wanted to hear. 
Tell me, Angel, what led to your imprisonment again? Mercy. My name is Mercy. And that was my crime. Could you be a little bit more specific than that? He turns his head to you, Drifter, and says, I let him live, despite, I let him live, despite his blasphemy. One who witnessed the crucible, the final step of the trial of faith. Do do I know the final step of the trial of faith? No. Do any of us? No one knows that. Do I know that no one knows that? You do know that no one knows that. Do I know that it's a it's like a big deal that no it's one a knows big that? deal and it's and it would be blasphemy to see what was at the end of it. Oh, hmm. okay. Tell us, Mercy, does this man still live? I don't know. Truly, I don't. You have no idea what became of him. I can only imagine. So, what did he see? The truth. Truth about what? It's not for us to know. I see. So you still feel some loyalty to your brethren, then? Enough to keep their secrets, at least. Uh, Mercy responds and says, Whether what I did was right or not remains to be seen. All I know is that before my act of mercy, no angel could be killed. In such a way as diligence. Do you mean to say that the crucible is somehow related to the ability to kill an angel? He doesn't answer that. It's not for us to know. It's not for us to know. Uh, <laughs> all right. It was because uh, uh, Mer- Mercy's High School did the crucible. and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. was, was This is a terrible he performance. Wasn't, he wasn't cast. Mm. Okay, Arthur will say one last question then. And pray tell... Where exactly did the angels come from? He doesn't respond. And Arthur says, Perhaps faced with the humans at Eden 5, we may find you more forthcoming then. Is that a threat, Arthur? Do you make any action with that with that sentence? I, I, I think Chosh is going to sort of like bolt not maybe like stand up but maybe sit a bit more upright or actually i think i he was standing already so he stands more upright a little bit more i think he's just shocked to hear someone make that kind of statement against Mm -hmm. an angel so so freely and it's it's not exactly like ready to fight but it's what did you say to me you little bitch like that sort of like like just gut response a drifter will step and then uh, kind of put his hand on on uh, seven put his hand on Arthur to kind of calm him a bit and just you know show support. But he'll turn and say, "I only got one more question, Mercy. Now that you're back, who do you support? Whose side are you on?" Mercy responds, "I am on the side of Mercy." That's about as forthcoming as he's going to be. Um, yep. It's mercy, That's guys. Very, very tight-lipped. Th- is Arthur upset? or Arthur Arthur merely smiles and chuckles, and he says to you, Josh, hardly a threat. Well, gentlemen, I 
believe it would be the best course of action if we just remi- remain calm, at least throughout the journey to Eden 5. Um, because, after all, we have all witnessed the cruelty of the angels and of the Heenan, and we need to find a way to fight both sides to restore some order in our world. So let's just, let's take a break, shall we? Um, can I fetch anyone a cup of tea? Maybe something stronger? I think I could rummage something in the cabinets back there. Uh, let's just say that uh, Chosh will remember that. And we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> leave it there. Everyone disliked that. <laughs> that was great. Great, was awesome. Great. Chosh, uh, I'm sorry. kidding, it's great. Ro- uh, Robin, Robin says, yeah, I'll take a cup. Oh, well, I, we might have oolong. Uh, there might be a jasmine green. Um, jasmine. Um, okay, great. I'll fix a pot. Catherine speaks up. Well, I seems that we've decided then. We'll head off to Eden 5. Indeed. All right, I'll, I'll ch- change course. Who's in the who's dr- who's driving? <laughs> she is effectively, but you know, autopilot. It's an it's an airship, and you don't have to be on it constantly. <laughs> but if like, Catherine's here, who's <laughs> driving the airship? Uh, I'll just say that that Chosh um, will he, he, maybe not the most uh, talkative person, but is particularly reserved in this journey, and he'll sort of like stay close to the wall and uh, keep his arms crossed. He's pouting. He's a pouting boy. You continue to sail away from Flavorton Prison, and as you do, you eventually leave the anti-magic field, and the ship shakes slightly. As you do so, your magical ability is now restored. Yes. As you serve a couple of cups of tea across the table, people don't seem to be saying much to each other. Until you hear someone speaking. But it doesn't seem to be coming from anyone in the room. It appears to be coming from one of the walls, where a large, ornate mirror is positioned. And you hear a familiar voice, Lola. You hear the voice of your sister, Clarice. And she says, Hello? Hello, is, any, is anyone there? Oh. I've been trying to reach you. Hello, Lola? Clarice! Yes, of course, and I, I run to the mirror. Um, I didn't know this was a form of communication, but hello, Clarice, what's going on? Yes, I told Josh before about scrying and how the need of a mirror is important. I've been trying to reach you to warn you about Flavorton Prison. You're in grave danger. Diligence is on his way there. Oh. Hopefully I caught you in time, but... Um, well, uh, I'm afraid your message has been delayed. Uh, we have already left Flavorton prison and um what yes and Clarice my dear um I I'm afraid to tell you that we saw diligence die just as we were leaving up in the air from down below we we saw was it from up in the air from up in the air, we saw down below the angel fall. Was it Siegfried? It was his lot. 
Ooh, then it's as I feared. You notice where she is now, as the picture becomes more and more clear as she talks. You recognize that she's in the Golden City inside of the, the, the large tower of which the angels reside. So she is very close to where the angels are. She says, It is as I feared. I believe someone has been leaking information to Siegfried from inside. He knew the diligence was going to be there. From inside of her ship? From inside the faith. Oh. No one else would, would have known that. It must have been someone in the upper echelons who leaked that information. I can't imagine who it was. But th- this doesn't matter then. We, th- but this, this makes this more important, if anything. Chosh, we've discovered where the next artifact is. It was located by Hildy in the pit. She's still alive. Chosh will uh, actually look to Robin uh, in this moment and, uh, you know, sort of wait for her, read read her reaction. Uh, she seems to have given this her full attention, sort of, she almost knocked over her tea in her haste. You know, she put her feet off the table, off that fine mahogany table, uh, put it down and is like, almost like slammed her arm on and is like waiting intently to hear more. Well... What 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 did what did Hildy say then? I didn't talk to Hildy. I just got the I just got the notification. Josh, if anything, this is this is not good. If they knew where diligence was moving, they almost certainly know about this. Hildy is in grave danger, Josh. Josh will stand up and uh and look at Robin and look at Lola and Drifter and say well, then to Hildy, we, we must go. I couldn't agree more. This is the time. We put this off too long. We, we, we've already wasted time. We're going the wrong way as it is. Siegfried, for all we know, could be headed straight towards her. I'm, I'm getting... I'll, I'll, I'll tell Catherine right now. We're changing course immediately. Robin, calm down. I'm not going to calm down. Why didn't you Why didn't you bring this up? This, this was weighing on your mind during our discussion. I'm hoping someone will support me. I, of course I, of course I fear for Hildy, but we've already set a course. We need to regain our strength. We can't go down to the pit. We're not going to abandon her. Again. Arthur speaks to your defense. He says, no. Belay that order. We stay on course. And as he's talking, he's sort of growing back into his clothes. <laughs> almost like he's kind of growing like, with the fervor of his, of his passion in this. We have no time for such a distraction. Those god seeds mean nothing to us. What is important is that we have, that we remain safe and out of the reach of the angels now. How dare you say they have no importance to us? It is only through those divine artifacts that we could possibly have the strength to fight Siegfried and the Heenan and all of the other forces that are destroying the world right now. And if we let them take it, and if we let them kill Hildi, then we'll have nothing left. Arthur stands up. He picks up his staff with the with his, you know, phylactery attached to the end now, and he walks over to you and he places it, you know, points it, like, directly onto your uh, sort of breastplate. And he says, Tell me, boy, that thing you wear, that god seed, do you know what it is? Do you uh, know what it does? I'll tell you what it does. It brings nothing but misfortune to those who carry them. 
and the world around them. Just think of the places you found them. Every one amidst a disaster. They do not bring salvation, you fool. They bring ruin. Josh is, is, is going to... But the safest hands are still our own. <laughs> we can't let them go into Siegfried's hands. He... They're too dangerous. Arthur is startled, sort yeah, of. You're just... No, 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 it's fine. Arthur is just kind of startled at that betrayal. Uh, and he turns and he says, Oh, so, you feel the same. Well, I don't know, Arthur. What do you want to do? Just f- find a hole in the ground and hide? How's that going to help us? We need to do something good. We need to make progress. We need to stop Siegfried. And we need that artifact to do it. Are you accusing me of hiding all these years? No. I know you've suffered. And... I'm sorry. I had had a bad joke. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say, and no one knows how you got to the prison. <laughs> um, Arthur, I know you suffered, but the world has changed, and we have to do something. If we don't go now, we'll never get the chance. Do you know what the pit is, you fool? It's little more than a penal colony mining the wastes of the old world for scraps of metal. Those who dwell in that abominable refuse heap are little more than savages, and I can't imagine your friend will survive long there, if they're even still alive. Clarice, is there any way we can contact Hildy at the current moment? I, uh, I've tried, but none of my attempts to scry her have worked. There could be something some sort of anomaly going on around there. Perhaps the artifact is interfering with the communications, or I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a numerous reasons, frankly. The pit is a, as he said, quite a amalgamation of, well, many things that are better left unsaid. What is the likelihood, do we think, that Siegfried and the Heenan would go after her? And who are we to... <laughs> And what has Hildy's strength become through these years? From what I've been told, she's become an extremely skilled cleric. I mean, how else could she venture down into the pit? She was assigned there when you parted ways. Okay. So I don't know if you do know that. All right, fine. Then just say, um, what is the likelihood that they'll go down? Sure. I think if they know, they're already on their way. They're not going to put it up to chance. I, she, she turns around and says, someone is coming. I shouldn't be caught talking to you. I have to go. Be careful. Goodbye, Lola. Goodbye. Goodbye, sister. Goodbye. She, the image fades. (sighs) My goodness. Arthur. Are we seeking from Eden 5? I know we need the time to restore ourselves. I, I know that. I cannot bear the thought of losing another person on this quest. But what will we do when we're there? How will this 
Restore our strength. Exactly. He doesn't really answer you directly. He turns to Chosh and he says, You would give up this one chance to be with your people. See the truth of humanity. Save someone who is almost certainly dead. My people are in the pit. He turns and walks out of the room. Shall we talk to Mercy? You can talk to Mercy. Where is Mercy? He's still just in sitting. The room. Just in the room. Is he drinking tea? That's a y- good question. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, sure. If you look at Mercy, uh, he is sitting. You know, he's kind of, you know, like pretty large guy. He kind of has to hold his like one finger kind of goes into the entirety of like the whole of the teacup when he picks it up. And he has to like be very careful to like sip it. Um, <laughs> How proper. Yeah, he's very careful. He keeps his pinky out, of course. Oh. Um, he sets it down very gently. Um, did you want to say anything to, to Mercy? I think um, I'll perch myself on the corner of the city next to the chair he's sitting in. And softly I'll say, Mercy, um, I know you're not quick to talk, but I think we all could use your guidance at the moment. What should we do? Where should we go? How how can we stop this? Do you ha- do you know what's going on? Can you give us any answer at all? He looks at you with earnest eyes, I would say. And he says, "You should keep your friend." Sorry. He says, "You should go after your friend. You should keep what you care about close to you." We haven't heard from her in years. How do we know she hasn't changed? How do we know that she isn't already betrayed us? You won't. But you'll have to have faith. Join us again for the next exciting episode, episode 32, The Pit.